1: now this is the moment you've all been waiting for it's
0: time to listen to reese and dan on the ankle pick Pie. welcome
1: back ankle pickers it's a beautiful saturday morning it's fight day we have we, we didn't want to leave you guys hanging um we've got short staff here with us this morning just the brothers myself country club cove and dan dan good morning
0: how we doing how we doing
1: like i said scheduling difficulties this week but we are here nonetheless last minute preview of we're going to dig a little bit deeper on the main card and we'll run through all the fights but real quick through them um scheduling difficulties this week because of our immense pfl content dan was in-house in Arlington for PFL two, as he was for PFL one, as he will be for PFL three. This is becoming a PFL podcast before our eyes. Dan, how much fun is that?
0: I mean, it's been awesome. I mean, the the heavyweights put on a show, the featherweights put on a show. we got some real deal contenders. Kobe and I were just talking free show about Henan Ferreira and Bruno Capeloza. But uh, we'll go in depth later when I think Reese is going to come down to Arlington for next week. He'll be in attendance as well. And uh, the content will keep flowing. You can expect that.
1: Looking forward to it, most definitely. Um, just fun for us and fun to bring it to you guys, our, our listeners. So more to come, more to come. Um, it is Saturday after all. Let's let's dig into UFC Vegas 53. We're back in the apex. We've got a prelim card starting at 3 p.m. Central. Um, we've got a main card starting at 6 p.m. Central, headlined by Rob Font and Chido Vera um we're, we're, like i said we're going to roll through the prelims really really fast not a whole lot of taping done this week unfortunately but still have a good feel for a, a lot of these fighters so don't want to do any disservice to the listeners um right off the top we have an undefeated japanese fighter tatsuro Taira, making his ufc debut against carlos Candelario. candelario coming off of a contender series loss actually Um, but was one of those uh, that was what 2021 contender series that Dana ended up giving a bunch of contracts out.
0: Which is really meaningful. You don't see that really at all guys getting contracts off a loss, but excited for his debut. Also excited for Tyra on the other side, like Kobe mentioned, undefeated, a lot of hype there. um, And the line's kind of showing it. Um, He has some great jujitsu likes to use his calf kick when he's on his feet and stay at range. Uh, But, to me, Carlos is really well-rounded and a guy that is going to bring the the game to you. Uh, a tough draw for for a debut and a guy that wants a clean fight in Tatsuro. I think the line's a little bit too steep for me, and if anything, I'm leaning on the dog here.
1: Got it. Um, women's flyweight bout is the second fight of the night. Danny already teased it to me. He's got maybe a prop bet on Gina Mazzani versus Shauna Young.
0: Yep, and listeners know it pains me to trust these mma or women's mma favorites uh like gina mazzani but i also do have a soft spot for her as she's been in a long time relationship with my boy tim elliott but she's a glory mma fighter so i'm expecting her to have an awesome game plan james kraus in her corner uh tim elliott her boyfriend just coming off one of the biggest wins of his career uh I, i think she's gonna have a huge grappling advantage over shanna young but i'm only slightly worried about her cardio i think it's gonna run out I like Gina Mazzani by decision here. I'm seeing it at plus money. Um, pulling it up right now, sorry. Gina Mazzani by unanimous decision. I'm seeing plus 200, but regular decision. Gina Mazzani by decision at plus 165. That seems way too big to pass up for me, a fighter that I don't. I She could get the sub. She's a better grappler than Shannon Young, and Shannon Young seems to make mistakes that are pretty detrimental to her but I think Gene is going to be able to win for 15 minutes and and plus
1: 175 is a crazy number there. All right. Uh, Next up, we have a lightweight bout Natan Levy and Mike Breeden. Both of these guys were contender series guys in 2020. Natan Levy took a year to get He got a contract took a year to get his next fight and lost unanimous decision to Rafa Garcia. Um, And Mike Breeden did not lost on a contender series bout, Did not get a contract. This will be his second UFC fight after his first one, what, end of 2021. Um, He's also coming off a loss to Alexander Hernandez. Anything here, Dan? Natan Lee is a big favorite, like minus 190. Yeah,
0: this is a pass for me. Um, Breeden's another glory MMA guy, so he's going to have James Kraus back-to-back coaching, cornering opportunities for James Kraus. Maybe that'll play into the momentum. But um, I think this is going to be a fun striking match. Levy's a, a karate-based guy, and he is also actually pretty capable on the ground, but I see this being a, 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 a just back-and-forth kickboxing match that I
1: don't really want any gambling part of. Welterweight bout next. Johan Lyonnais. I'm, I'm probably saying that one wrong. Canadian fighter making a UFC debut undefeated 8-0 versus Gabe Green. Um, my little bit of knowledge here, I don't want to read too much into this. I saw that in the tapology welterweight rankings, Lion Ace is what ranks about 25, and Gabe Green was a 75. Gabe Green's a favorite, minus 135, though. Anything there?
0: Yeah, and, it, and this one started at, I think, exactly even, and this themed a little bit Gabe Green, and I think it's just the styles of both fighters. Um, Lion has a ton of first-round finishes, and it seems like he's going to go and try and get you out of there right away, and if he doesn't, it could be problems for him later in these fights. Uh, and Gabe Green's a good striker. He's, he's really got great combinations, um, but he's super hittable, which is, is a little scary if you're trying to back him at these now slight favored odds uh, because of how much power Lioness has. And uh, being hittable is, is just not a good factor when you factor that in. Um, I think that if Gabe Green can eat that early power from Lioness, it's his fight to lose. But I also wouldn't be surprised if someone goes to sleep here. I'm, I'm going to pass this one. I'm leaning on the Lioness side, in all honesty, just because of where the line's moving uh, and, and just
1: a little bit of perceived value. Yeah, a little bit more to that. It actually opened Gabe Green plus 160, Lioness minus 180. Um, immediately wow. moved to about even, and since then has continued to steam a little bit Gabe Green. But, yeah, I yeah. mean that's that's more of the same. Um, Definitely. Danny's boy. Next up, a flyweight bout: Frankie Figueroa and Daniel da Silva. Frankie Figueroa, older brother, obviously of Devison Figueroa.
0: Yeah, and De Silva is another guy similar to Lioness who is going to come out there and throw everything at you in the first five minutes and hope that you go down. And if you don't, it, it could be a real issue. I, I don't. I don't want to tell you that Figgy is probably gonna win this fight, but I see Figgy winning this fight more often than not just because he you grew up in a household with Davison, I don't see you getting knocked out in the first two seconds of a of, of a fight. I see you being a little bit more smart than that. Um and I I really wanted to back to Silva here, but I don't think I will. It is another pass for me. And I think you know, that, I mean, if anything, Frankie it's wins. I on hope he wins. Yeah. I think if Frankie wins, we're going to see a great spot to fade him coming up. But um, this is not – I'm not high on on De Silva. I think that the style is just not going to work for him.
1: Prelim, main events. This is a fight that got moved from last week to this card. Alexander Romanov versus Chase Sherman. Alexander Romanov is clocking in, what, minus – 1750 is the best line I can find it's all the way up at minus 2500 some places and this is an Alexander Romanov that when he was at what at the weigh-ins last week this looks like a new man. he looks cut and he was already I mean yeah, steamrolling guys he, he not right. that he's had the best competition out there
0: yeah this is Romanov by smash um interestingly enough with how heavy the line is if you're confident about a sub or about a TKO, you can get both at plus money. You can get uh, Romanov TKO plus 125 right now, which is the where I tend to lean. I think we're gonna see a, a smashing and, and like a, a situation where the ref is looking like, do something, do something, or, or and then then Romanov just keeps hammering and it's a finish. Um, I I do think that that prop is worth a little bit of a throw, and I think that will.
1: We'll got see it. a dominant Romanov performance. You interested in watching that one, or is it just uh, we'll see how it goes? And
0: I mean, I'm not so interested in the Sherman side. It feels like he's just here to be a body. I mean, he got cut, what, two weeks ago, yeah. and then yeah. is coming back on a new contract. It's a one-fight contract for double what uh, the contract that got cut was. So it almost seems like they're giving him just, like,
1: Use the money to go
0: away and never come back.
1: Yeah. Okay, main card. Um, Let's just start from the top. I know you already teased this one. Joko and Gerald Mearshard clocking in at middleweights. This is going to be the first fight of the main card.
0: Yeah, and I love Joko here. He's going to be our ankle lock. I haven't talked to Reese about this, but I'm really confident in this one. Um, And it seems like one of those situations that I always get super frustrated about where GM3 just has one opportunity to win, it's it's the sub. Just don't grapple with him. Please don't. And Jocko is a guy I'm pretty confident is going to be smart enough to not and also capable to stuff all the takedowns and, and prevent GM3 from getting any of that game plan off. Jocko really strong in the clinch. He's much better on the feet. Um, and I think that he's going to hurt GM3 a lot. GM3 has been pulling these wins out of the grips of defeat for the last, like, three or four, it seems like. And he's just getting brutally beat up in the first two rounds of these i think Jotko sees that i think he's going to be smart enough to not let gm3 get his neck or, or get an arm or something i see this as a Jotko 30 27 easy walkthrough
1: minus 170 is the best number you can get Jotko at five dimes points bet and caesars um, next fight on the main card darren elkins a favorite over tristan Connolly. elkins minus 165 this
0: one is hard for me because I think Elkins is gonna win. But at the at the numbers that I'm seeing, I'm not backing Elkins. I wanna back Connolly. He's a guy who I mean, he he fought and beat Michelle Pereira at one seventy and has moved down to one forty five since then. He's got cardio for days. Um and and Darren, the damage Elkins. I mean, he's it's his nicknames, he wears it on his chest, but it's not it's not like he's not the most brutal finisher or the power puncher that he used to be. It's damage that he's been taking it occurring. It's it's like the guy has fought. I mean, the guy has taken more punches than almost anyone in the UFC. Um, It's a guy that I'm, I'm not super confident in backing, especially at this favorite price.
1: Moving quickly through here, lightweight bout next up, Jared, excuse me, Grant Dawson, your favorite over Jared Gordon. Grant Dawson, minus 180.
0: And I think I like Jared Gordon in this underdog spot. I'm a big Grant Dawson fan. I think he's one of the better grapplers in the division, um, but I think that Gordon's style being a pressure fighter, being in your face, uh, not letting Dawson breathe, I think is going to be real problems for Dawson. Dawson has also shown to have some major gas tank problems. His cardio has been in question. Um, and I think that the move from Glory MMA to ATT, this is his first fight after that move. I, I'm not sure how that's going to help his cardio. It seems just like he, it's going to take, there's going to be a learning curve maybe. It's going to take some getting used to for his new coaches. And, and I'm, not, I'm not exactly sure that I'm super confident in that move just because of how good of a game planner. Uh, Krause is and having him in your corner can be such a huge advantage. But um, I think I like the Gordon side here.
1: So we'll see if that's an official play. Dan, where can we find your official plays? I guess let's take a second and plug that real quick.
0: Definitely. If, you, if you're following me on Twitter, Dan K. Wagers, Dank Wagers, I'll be posting all my plays there. And also under the same username at BetMMA.Tips, I've got Dan K. Wagers tracking all my picks third-party thanks to That MMA tips
1: and we will obviously do our best to retweet that from the main account here as well at ankle pick pod on twitter on youtube wherever you find your socials um keep it moving on the main card Andre touchy feely your favorite minus 210 over Joe Anderson Brito featherweight bout
0: this is a fun one um I went into taping thinking I wanted to play Brito. We lost some money backing Brito in his debut, but he showed a lot of promise and and I'm really I'm excited for this fight more than anything. I think that I'm going to pass on it because I do think that Feely going to be able to land more significantly from his back foot and be really the um, more damaging striker, even though Brito is going to lead the dance and, and Brito is going to be on the front, front foot being aggressive. I also like the over in this. Um, I think it was I'm, I'll pull it up so I'm not missing here. Um, yeah, but I think that both these guys are tough as nails. I mean, touchy-feely, I don't even have to go in. But um, I, don't, I don't really see either of these guys having devastating one-punch finishing power, and I don't see a sub coming. So I think this is going to be a fun three rounds to watch. But um, the over is where That's I'm, where I'm looking pass, at. I'm 167.
1: Seeing- over one and a half and fight goes eight.
0: to the decision fight goes to decision minus 140 is even a uh, yeah. a, a nice bet too actually minus the, 135 the 160, the 160 for two and a half is probably the better bet out of the two and you get a free two and a half minutes but um i like them both i think that one if not both will be on my card
1: um heavyweight bout andre arlovsky man that will not go away and jake collier uh, Arlovsky minus 125. Say it again. again?
0: Yeah, I was just going to say that you, you can say that again. He will not go away. This guy's been fighting since I was born. 1997, he made his pro
1: debut. And still a favorite. Wild. But that speaks more to Jake Collier than it does to Andre Arlovsky.
0: Yeah, and I, and I think he's a favorite for good reason. He's unreal winning decisions. The experience is all on his side. I mean, it's not even close. Collier looked great against Chase Sherman, but, like, I mean, we were just talking about how Chase Sherman isn't really UFC caliber and, and that he it, the win just doesn't impress me as much as it might impress some other people and why the line is so close, in my opinion. I think we'll see Arlovsky win, win a
1: pretty easy decision here, even if Collier uh, takes a round. That decision line is plus 140. Any interest there? Or is that too small?
0: Um, I am interested. That, that is something that interests me. I, I don't know if it, I'll make that official, but I like that. I don't, I don't see Collier finishing him, and I don't see Arlovsky finishing Collier.
1: All right. We're to the main event, phantom weight bout, one we've been looking forward to for a couple weeks now. This is just a fun one. Cheeto Vera, your underdog, against Rob Font, minus 130 Rob Font. Rob Font did come in 2.5 pounds overweight yesterday. Um, so a little bit tough of a weight cut. But that being said, he didn't really try to go make the weight again. So it wasn't a brutal, brutal weight cut yesterday, at least.
0: Which is a little bit concerning, even in that respect. It makes me think there might be an injury or, or something that completely went wrong. But it's not like Rob Font. Um, it's not factoring in so much to my take on this because I was already on the other side. I think that, you know, in a lot of people, I'm not alone here. I'm really excited for Cheeto Vera in a five round fight. He's a guy who almost always drops the first round and then just keeps on chugging along, getting better and better, taking, picking up steam. And uh, a five round Cheeto Vera is going to be a fun Cheeto Vera. I think if he takes any of the first three, he wins this fight because I'm pretty confident he'll take the last two. I think there's an easy live opportunity spot, especially after the first, just because Font is quicker. Font is probably a better technical striker. Um if this was a three round fight, I'd be on font all day. You look at Font's output and it slows, it slows, it slows over five rounds. And as good as he is, as sharp as he is, Cheeto's not gonna go away. Cheeto's as durable as they come and Cheeto's only gonna pick up pace. I like Cheeto at the dog price. I like Cheeto by decision too. I think that's something like plus two seventy. 270, two seventy five on five dollars. Yeah, it's a ridiculous number for a coin flip of a fight with two tough as nails dudes. I don't see that. I don't see either of them going out, but um, I like oh, the two twenty five a on, lot more than want a line shop. Uh, oh wow, three twenty is an awesome line. That'll that'll one hundred percent see my card. Cheeto by decision, um, and and really, it's a lot to do with as much as I'm impressed by Bob Font. His most impressive performance is that Cody Garbrandt fight, and and. It's just aged a little bit poorly. Cody is as chinny as they come and went to a five-round decision with Rob. So, I don't know. It's just not the best look. Cheeto is a guy who I also think is overrated. I think I set, the, set it on set the spread. But a five-round Cheeto, a cardio Cheeto, this, this is something I've been waiting for for a while, and I'm excited to see it.
1: That is all we got this week. I know that it's short, but it's short and sweet, productive here. i um, going to try to get this out, obviously. We only
0: got like three or so hours until the card starts, so it right. better
1: be short. Exactly. We're going to get this out in time for people to react and uh, get some plays in. Let's break some bookies this evening. Happy Saturday. Happy Fight Day. Dan, coming fresh out of the PFL. Uh, You've you got some good rehearsal pojas. so I'm going to give it to you to pull this up.
0: Definitely. I'm going to hit this one like Bruno Capilova.
1: Oh, Thank you for listening to believe you can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at believe.com and search for B L E A V on YouTube.